a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me wacky ita, Hamish. I'll eat anything. I don't care how wacky it is. <laughs> Ahoy to me shukunin. I'll put the shoes on, not my shins. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's not I a see. pun game. Every- <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. And I would be the itaame. Japanese. Are we playing Japanese? We are. I mean, I, and I apologise to anyone from Japan for my pronunciation because it's probably not good, but what are we? I we work with sumos. No, we don't. No, we don't. We are... Something much smaller. We are chefs. We are. We are Japanese sushi, sushi chefs. chefs. <laughs> we are Japanese sushi yes. chefs, Sam. That's why I'm the wacky eater. No. I'll <laughs> be like, do it. Eat the puffer fish. <laughs> Ugh, that's the wackiest of them all. Eat it. Um, wacky eater, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, translates yeah. to near the cutting board. Your duties <laughs> One include day. preparing ingredients, <laughs> blocks of fish, grating fingers, um, and, and what? No, no, <laughs> What's your fingers? Like using the grating finger, like little, and slicing scallion. Yeah. Scallion. Yeah, uh, gotcha. Jack Shukunin um, is someone basically who uh, is very skilled in your profession, but often used as just an alternative. So, like, but what am I doing? Like, you're on the I, bench. I rock up you're to work on the bench. Yeah, what do you do? I think, Jack, great question. Finish, finish this thought. What do I do? I turn up to work, but then I don't seem to do much. Who am I? That's why I have the shikun in. <laughs> That's why I really was perfect for it. Because, perfect. Perfect yeah. assignment. Um, and I was the head sushi chef today. Well done. <laughs> Which well, I guess years, years of training and apprenticeship, almost 20 years. I guess that's just the way the cards fell. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> also to Isaac in the uh, city of Brisbane, Australia. Hi. Ahoy, boys. Isaac from Brisbane here. I really enjoyed your recent discussion about St. Peter out. I've, um, I've actually been a follower of his for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, thought we had an opportunity maybe to spread his word to a younger audience by establishing a St. Peter out college. Mm. Oh, um, nice. School motto would be achieving excellence and... Um, I think the year levels <laughs> probably look about year one, maybe through to around year nine-ish, sort of see how we go. Um, bell times, firm, 8.30 start each day, and then I reckon we just see how we go. Um, wrap up around lunchtime probably sounds pretty good. I think Fridays would just go optional for students and staff. Only possible issue I can foresee with all of this is the inter-school sport side of things. I think we might have some issues, particularly in the second half of uh, big games. But, uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Cheers. <laughs> We're all for it. Jeez, I, I like liked it. our Fridays was optional for students and staff. I, I love it if all the staff take it off and students just walk like <laughs> Well, I mean, if you've got students who are struggling to understand his word, as, uh, yeah. as, as it was put, they'd turn up on Friday and be like, where's Mr. Ch... Oh, he's the best. <laughs> He's the best. Yes. We've got to learn. We've got to pay more attention. He's trying to teach us and we just keep turning up. He is uh, the best at Peter Outs. Nice. Uh, hey, another bit of business that we had to get to. We brought up uh, and we levelled accusations against Unilever, yep. um, the huge brand. Um, big, stone, that, yeah, big stone to throw. That has uh, Rexona uh, as one of uh, their deodorants underneath an umbrella of many other products. And we brought on a lawyer to see yeah. 
how we'd go because the scent of their, what was it, coconut cleanse scent? Yep, yep. Very, very similar to the scent S- of Andy by Hamish, which was a smart casual fragrance for men that you can dress up that you uh, bought out without my permission. It's one of those things where they've done, you know, if foul play was uh, afoot, you just take your hat off to them and you go, very, very clever. You've gone to one of the world's most delicious smells that it's almost impossible to get your hands on. Mm. So no one will smell a rat. And you've... you've <laughs> or a the, you, lovely you smelling hope, rat. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> if, all th- if everything goes well, yeah. no rats will be smelled. Yeah. That's sort of their motto at yeah. Rexona, really. Yeah. Um, you know, if you smell a rat, we've d- we haven't done our job. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so they are, they are. They are familiar with this smell of cover-ups. Welcome If you smell a rat, we haven't done our we're, job. We're not doing our job. And they really, their job is that kind of kind of in the science of cover-ups. Now that yeah. I think about it, because your they your are. armpits your armpits are trying to tell the truth and they're trying to cover it up. This is what's happening right now. And I think that attitude <laughs> runs through the whole company, and they think cover-ups are okay. We're obviously they're excited like, well, we, about it because Hamish and I are pointing we, at each other. <laughs> Like, this is how we make our money by covering oh, things up. Like, we're a cover-up company. <laughs> I can't believe it's taken us that long to put the pieces together. But like, sometimes the end you just of, need to get any, in there and say it. Like at the end of any good mystery film, it's like, oh, it all makes sense. Yep. yep. Anyway, Unilever have written to us, <laughs> which I think is astounding. They've um, answered the claim. I'm a very formal letterhead. Um, Here we go. Doubt, doubt, doubt. This will be an admission of guilt. You assume, mm. what do they do best? Cover up. Yeah. Mm. Ahoy, Hamish and Andy. Nice that they've used the official greeting of the show. Long-time listener, first-time emailer, but we're writing to you from Rexona's mothership, Unilever HQ in London. Must wow. be nice. Must <laughs> be very nice. Probably in the pickle. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't or it the, a gherkin? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, if you work for, not if you work for Rexona, they call it the can. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, they're oh, the are we working the pickle? Oh, great. We're in a bit of a pickle at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry it's to hear that. No, it's good. It's that very famous bit. <laughs> Isn't that the gherkin? That's uh, right. right. That's where we're yeah. in a bit of a pickle, which a gherkin is a bit of a pickle. It's a two-story bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, near the shard. Yeah, the I think it's the shard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, take any of the on on hop on the hop off bus tours that Hamish and I are running around London. <laughs> Ham, the boffins in legal could not have put it better than your lawyer did last week. So they've obviously responded very quickly. It's taken a while to get to us. We got you. If Hamish spent more time focusing on the legalese for Andy by Hamish and less time at the altar of St Peter out, you may have had more <laughs> chance in the smells court. But we've got nothing to answer. Oh. So this is, I mean, Unbelievable. We, when we got this for our lawyers, we knew it was going to be tough. We hoped that they'd be scared and put something forward. They said, but we've been reviewing the claims and have been musing over our options. Rexona recognises that it played it fast and loose with the scent of coconut cleanse. Appreciate that. And the scientists worked tirelessly in Rexona's labs have suggested that there may be a slight similarity between coconut cleanse Here we go, and Andy by, ha- by Hamish. So, magnanimously, we're going to say that your fragrance is a direct rip-off of Coconut Cleanse. 
Okay. Well, okay. Okay. About that. And the cover up begins. The cover. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Now they begin spraying and spraying and spraying and but trying to rechange history. But he said, in the spirit of the castle and the lawyer, the great Dennis Denudo. Yep. It might just have the vibe of it. They this did win. I mean, Dennis Denudo went to the high court. I think they won on the vibe. <laughs> yes. So he said, looking forward to chatting further. And thanks, and signed off. Now, I don't really want to chat any further. I feel like we're out of our league here. It's nice to get an admission. I suppose that's the best we could have hoped for. Mm. Um, uh, And it's beautiful to sort of see them in their natural form Mm. before the cover-up begins in earnest. Mm. Um, I use a Rex Solar Sport Roll-On. Is that a rip-off of Rexona? No, it's... it's I think it's, it's Rexola. <laughs> no, Rexona. Sorry. And I, I was all, like, all well, I'm Andy, well, is we can... one day you'll get Rexona. Must be nice. But for the moment, I use Rexola. <laughs> a Rexola, a Rexona roller. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, sport. Yeah. All I'm saying... I use sport, I, I use sport too. My, the, uh, with what, what I put my body on? through day to day. I actually... I have a roll-on in my backpack mm. for airport situations. Yep. But I have a spray at home. Okay, that's interesting that we both use Rexona. All I'm saying is... I use the black and white. You you know the one that's safe for for T-shirts? I use a Nivea roll-on. Right. Well, what I was suggesting is, guys, if you read between the lines, this this could all go away. Oh, Weasel. Jack, would you be interested in getting... Would you switch for free deodorants like a slab? And And for the safety of the show... And the free deodorant, I would switch to Rexona. It seems like it's more of a Ando, this is why we love our listeners, and this is almost exactly a perfect reason why we have the 50-50 email distribution system set yes. up. You send an email to the show. You put it in the slot. You fire it through the slide. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes of no. that email. Like what's one of those going fun on? water slides where you get in the top. <laughs> yep. But you it's don't just know. darkness in there. The email doesn't know either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't. It knows it's in for a treat, yeah. but it's whooshing through the internet going, where am I going? Where am I going? Yep. Where am I going? Ah, oh, here we go. Here's my destination. My journey's over. Mm. No, it's not. No. You still have to hit the fence divider, yeah. which <laughs> randomly decides if it lands in my paddock or Andy's paddock yes. as we come through and harvest the emails. Mm. This landed on my side of the fence, Ando, and it relates... To an older episode. Oh, we love the these. People remember our show far better than we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, and, and the great thing about relating to the older episode is it's sort of the opposite of Peter Outs because yeah. it's, it's, these are Peter Inns where yeah. people come bring stuff back to our attention. This isn't so much of a, a thing that we let Peter out, but it's a, something, something slipped by and no one noticed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it brings up... This is from Josh, and he says, look, huge discovery in episode 47. Okay. And again, I would like to add to this list. This is the beauty of having podcast listeners yes. versus, say, the dirty old days of radio. <laughs> 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 Where well, you just, exactly. you know, you're just on a car stereo. Yeah. People didn't even know our names, no. really. <laughs> no, it's even okay. though we kept saying it at them all the time. Yeah. We're driving you home. People are like, whatever, mate. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm only here quickly. But on podcasting, you listen in high fidelity. It's very personal. People hear everything. So Josh has noticed this. He goes, I'll keep it short. If you listen from one minute 20 onwards in episode 47, something is heard. Um, I have found that audio. I'd like to bring it up. I'm not going to lead. I'm not going to lead the witness in any way, but let's just have a listen to that area that he's he's interested in. (laughs) 
Uh, song slide. Uh, what, song slide. what is that? The oh, song slide. Haven't had one sorry. for this year, I don't uh, think. No. Is there a what fart? did you hear? <laughs> is there did a fart? Someone let Fluffy off the chain. Was there a tooth? <laughs> Let's hear it again. Uh, song sleuth. Uh, do you what know is, song sleuth? What is that? The song sleuth. Haven't had one for Sorry. this year, I don't uh, think. No. Uh, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> Which tells me it is. Uh, no, Which tells me it is. <laughs> the reason I think it's not me is you cannot sp- I can. sp- be speaking. You cannot. <laughs> you can speak in fight. <laughs> You can absolutely <laughs> speak about it, mate. Of course you can. can I mean, you? what an interesting... <laughs> Jack, you find it fascinating that the very first thing Ando said, I... I, I was happy for it to be, but I just... I, was, I, I tender. Was, if I, I would like paused, to put... If, to, I was, if I was in conversation like this, ma- and, then yeah, I, and then I suddenly went like that just quickly, you know, that little that little breath. Yeah. I think that... Or if it, we heard a... <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't... We would be like, oh, mate, Ando, you, you can wait yes. till we turn the mics off. I do, think do you think it, it is you. me? Well, now I do. I hadn't okay. actually thought about who was the culprit, but the fact that you came in so fast, I think it jogged your memory and you remembered doing that part. <laughs> well, and give us you're, one more now, let's see, you're now shocked. No, no, let's have another listen, Jack. Uh, song Sleuth. Uh, do you know Song Sleuth? What is that? The Song Sleuth. Haven't had one for Sorry. this year, I don't uh, think. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, if you, I would be the, say if this is a police investigation, police would be coming after me first because mm-hmm. I've also got the bell with a mic that points downwards <laughs> to the towards bell. Towards the bell, yeah. Mm, towards, that's true. Your, towards my your seating position. Are so more mics are more than mine. I don't, th- I, I, I don't think, f- I don't think my, my farts would be at risk of even getting recorded unless they were very, very loud. Mm, mm. Do a fart now and see if you can hear it. <laughs> okay, I'll try and do an enormous fart. Ready? Oh, God, did you hear that? <laughs> no, we didn't. I'm in the clear. <laughs> that was huge. That was huge. It rumbled It rumbled the back flaps here in the room. It rumbled the boards we have behind us. No. no. It cracked the monitor. So you didn't hear it. I just want to give, give, us, give, us, give, us, give, us, give us one more listen. Okay, I, just, I just want to see if it's Jack. Uh, song Sleuth. Uh, what, what is Song Sleuth? What is that? The Song Sleuth. Haven't had one for Sorry. this year, I don't uh, think. No. <laughs> It is. It's Jack, isn't it? Yeah, it is Jack. Very rare to be me because I told you I only fart twice a week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so if you caught that on air, it's that's amazing. Just, actually, I don't think it's Jack at all because you, I don't think we've ever heard Jack fart. You he, haven't? He, yeah. Yeah, you actually, very rarely. Is, I remember. Did we, didn't we start a campaign to see if we could hear it? To hear me fart, mm. Mm, mm. but you were not interested because you, you your partner's never never heard you fart, has she? She probably has by now. Yeah, okay. seven okay. years that, married. By now, she's heard one of the rare a, ones. There was a long, he yeah. a lot. He had a long run where she didn't. She yeah, hadn't she had heard, heard one, it. and I never. It's heard a strange one. thing, Jack. Yeah. It is a strange thing. I mean, I don't want to bring you know a, a gender divide into it too, but especially for a guy like to not for a guy to not fart mm. is. Mm. It's one of our key attributes as guys. Like we love to fart. But maybe your body's just so in sync with what you're putting I, in and so I, because I will say it probably increased slightly when I first started bulking and eating so much peanut butter and protein powder. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that was forming more can gases I, can, can, in can there. I, can, I, can I ask you a question, Jack? Yes. Do you love to fart? I don't. No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't love it. And so I don't so miss I not doing it. it. Do I you? I love to yeah, fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's. I mean, I would, I, I wouldn't it's choose a to do feeling. it in the middle of a song sleuth. Right? <laughs> no, but you might. But you might also. You do love song sleuth too. Yeah. So your brain might have short circuited, going, "Oh, we're doing other things we love." If before. <laughs> 
Fart. Fart. You started, I remember you started, you arms started doing a golf swing. You ejaculated a little bit. <laughs> Just, your whole body just started doing stuff you love. <laughs> I think now that I remember the day, <laughs> the day now I'm remembering the day. too. So let's <laughs> remember be, when Andy did ten yeah, things he yeah. loved as one, at once. Again, if we went back to a police investigation, they would have been obviously with the microphone on this side for me. I would have been a chief suspect, but Jack, the person who farts, the, the person who we've heard the most farts from. Mm. Out of the three of us, would well and truly be Hamish. Yes. Um, uh, the, the producing team is nodding. The, uh, <laughs> the man so, who's in touch with his passions. So, so you would also be a, a prime suspect, also because you're in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, Unless I don't there was thought a, of it like that. Was there a, a, a second a second father on the grass? You know, is there someone hidden in here? Someone that we wandered in and did it. Not wandered, I, just like hidden under the, the desk. Oh, it's always been here. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know about it. <laughs> we didn't know about Lots of you guys. Keith, what are you doing? We thought you left years ago. No, I think I think, um, I think it probably was you, wasn't it, Ando? <laughs> just because <laughs> just you were doing all the things you love. No. I think, let's give us one more listen. All right, and then I've got the slow-mo as well, if that helps. Okay. One, one more fast mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, song sleuth. Uh, what is song sleuth? What is that with the song sleuth? Haven't had one for Sorry. this year, I don't uh, think. No. Uh, and then slow-mo. This year, I don't uh, think. I actually don't think I, Andy would be talking like that and fighting at the same time. I think he would be. Too, I think he thought he was going to get away with it because he did it while he was farting. He did. He was talking while he was farting. He actually did elongate the word thing. <laughs> Listen Let's have to a this. listen to the slow mo. Hear, I don't think. Like he was oh, trying I am to cover something. A strain now, yeah. <laughs> he added two more eyes into the word "think" just to go. Let's get it all out of the way while I'm saying that word. This one's extra slow. Hear, I don't think. Yep. It's actually in slow mo. That sounds like home, doesn't it? <laughs> It's going to go on all day. <laughs> now that you're so right, that definitely sounds yeah. like Amish. Let's mm. play one of very fast. <laughs> See if it goes back to sounding like Andy. Oh, the case remains open. Ando, mm-hmm. ready to have you hat spun around fast <laughs> and steam come out your ears? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Everything is neat and practical Cause that's the way he likes it But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy! Can I can I launch my own one just yep. quickly? What have you been doing? When I got back from uh, our overseas break Yep, my Protest, protest sorry um, the, for, for breaks We don't yep. need them <laughs> um, Yep My computer would not go back to Australian time Oh, I found that as well. Let's do the maths. No. <laughs> Don't we'll just the, look at your wrist. The amount look somewhere of times else for your time. I restarted the thing. <laughs> like, I couldn't do anything. This is what I would do to you if I hacked you. I wouldn't steal your money. <laughs> I would just do stuff like that. I'd change your iCal around. I'd fiddle with the times. It would be, I would absolutely, I'd Chris Angel you. Yeah, I'd, and then I'd eventually, freak with your mind. if you if it was to be a money-making experience, yeah. you could then just send me an email saying, hey, I can fix all that for a million dollars. Take take it. I'll give you two. Wow. <laughs> because be nice. this and, is a nice just... little incentive for any hackers out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, that's the that's the trauma. Yeah, it's the trauma. 
Um, I understand that, but I mean, to that to the clock situation. I mean, you you have a watch. You have we know you have two clocks on your ovens at night. We know <laughs> yeah. you are flush for clocks. There is one that's very special to you downstairs <laughs> on the golf simulator. <laughs> so you are flush for clocks. But it does throw all the iCal out of whack because it thinks you're on a different time zone. Just make everything an all day appointment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ethan, mm. Ethan, have you got something to upset Ando? Yeah, happy birthday, Andy. No need. <laughs> um, I should probably start off by saying this really does my head in too. I'm like Andy. I Go like um, okay. lots of order. Mm. Um, yeah, so my mum's indicator on her car was broken, and so she took it to the mechanic to get repaired, and he only replaced the right indicator, and he replaced it with an indicator that flashes at twice the speed as the left indicator. Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> okay. <That's> no. Okay. <laughs> that, well, when are you going left and right at the same time? You never notice. <laughs> but, uh, I would hate that so much, Ethan. It just, yeah. I, yeah. It's a sell the car kind of situation or take it to a different <laughs> mechanic. Yeah. If I'm waiting at the intersection for too long, it, rather than just let it flash at such a rapid speed, I'll just stick my right hand out the window. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a bike ride. Go back to horse and cart times. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I remember. I vaguely remember from doing the road test that that's still legal. Yeah, if your blinker's not working, yeah, which you I are allowed. I'm going to say it isn't because it's not working. That's my favourite my preference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ethan, yeah, that would absolutely uh, shit me to tears. <laughs> nice, so thank you, buddy. Um, um, Beth, Beth, ahoy, Beth. Ahoy, how are you guys going? Very good, Very mate. Good. What have you got uh, for Ando? Um, so quite often at work, I do a bit of laminating. Um, so I don't know if you guys have laminated before, but Love it. usually I, I, I had a go at it once. It seemed fairly time consuming. <laughs> yeah. So because I'm fast and loose, I just don't bother lining up the paper with the slip. So when it comes out the other end, when it's fully laminated, I just cut off a bit of piece of paper that sticks out and then we're good to go. But hang on. You can, there's, there's, then it's not, it's not sealed. No, it just sticks what are you, out. What are you ta- you're taking it underwater, mate. It's mostly sealed. <laughs> you just you're cut it s- off and then it's all good. Well, it's not all good because it's not sealed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who cares? It's only a small amount that's not sealed. Yeah. Most of it's sealed. It's it's still it's going to be okay. No important information. It's fine. Uh, it's not fine for me. It's a peri peri hot as, on Ando, the scale of upset. You, when are you taking a laminated piece of work, you know, underwater? It mm. The seal doesn't really matter. It's just to give it a bit of longevity. For God's sake, she's got 99% mm. of it done. Cut her <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hamish I think gets I, it. At first, Beth, I thought Andy thought you were just going to say you weren't lining it up properly. And I saw his face change when he realized <laughs> not just not square, <laughs> there's a piece hanging out. <laughs> nah, not for me. <laughs> not for me. Thank you, Beth. Get rid of it. No worries. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benjamin, uh, Benjamin, you got Ahoy. something to upset Ando? Ahoy, mate. Yes, well, look, you know how, uh, you know, jam jars can sometimes be a little bit difficult to open. Mm-hmm. Um, most people would probably, you know, try and find someone strong to give it a go or, or yeah. find a tea towel. What my wife does is, um, well, to release the pressure um, and make it easier to open, she gets a sharp knife and um, stabs the top of the lid. And <laughs> Good trick. <laughs> I tell you what, it, it actually works. But the, 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 anno- yeah, yeah, the annoying thing is your jam goes off after well, that. 
exactly. No well, because well, she she continues to use the lid like normal, you know, for turning a blind eye to the fact Awful. that there's a, a massive hole in it. Ben. Most of the year won't get in. Let's be honest. <laughs> lids are to stop the Lids are to stop airflow and hot. Okay, Ando. So so you haven't completely boarded up the door. You've just got a bouncer. Most of the year still won't get in. <laughs> uh, ben, can I recommend to your partner? Yes. Just using the, the knife, just a tap on the side of the uh, the lid. That'll normally break the yeah. seal. Who's Look, got I, time I think, for all these I taps? think we keep her away from knives. I think, you know. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, Divorce. I'd the thing yeah. is, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you're getting it? Sorry, I might have jumped if in. If you're looking to big. relieve the pressure, Andy's got a solution. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Ellie. Ellie has got, uh, has got something to upset Ando. Mm. So far, three from three. Absolutely. It's a hot Ahoy, room. boys. Mm-hmm. Ahoy, Ahoy, you. Um, so recently we were going away for the weekend and it got to like the Friday afternoon after work and I still hadn't packed yet and I just like couldn't be bothered. So (laughs) I went into the laundry and noticed a load of washing had just come out of the dryer. So I just put that basket straight in the car and hope for the best. Yeah, it's an odds game. Isn't this? Isn't this? I know this is a pecu- this is the peculiarity of so you go Andy. off on holidays with a basket of washing. I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of fine with this, Ham. Yeah, I think I think the thing is though. Yeah, this is crossed from. I think without again, you know, one thing we hate doing is stereotyping, but. I think for like my wife would not be able to deal with that. No. But guys, when they go on holidays, like doesn't matter at all. Doesn't really matter. When we'll wear anything. Yeah, the only problem was I didn't factor into the equation that because um, I am married, a lot of the stuff ended up being my husband's stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. Do, I'm not saying I would. I would do it. I wouldn't want to do it. But I'm just saying it, it's to me. I mean, and also if you t- said you'd grab the dirty laundry, that would really bother me. But to, <laughs> yeah. to I. Packing for overseas, I really, or wherever you're going, I just don't really care for it too much. Whenever <laughs> there's been luggage lost, you know, you get to there, they go, a bag's been, hasn't made it on board. The amount that I plead that it's Beck's and not mine, uh, uh, that it's, sorry, that it's mine that's lost and not Beck's. No, I Because, because we don't care. Guys oh, yeah. don't care. I mean, I'm with the same pair of boards, the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, Good thank one. you though, Ellie. Tabitha, mm-hmm. I feel like we can round this out f- to score another goal here mm. for the Yanoyas. Yeah, defend uh, one. <laughs> Ahoy. Ahoy. Ahoy, boy. So I have two parts to mine. On my work laptop, I don't save any files into designated folders. I so that. I have about 4,000 documents <laughs> just sitting in my downloads. You'll find them. So when I need to find something, Mm. I just use various search terms until I can find that document. So the system works. Do you know, um, Tabitha, that my downloads folder is empty? (laughs) (laughs) What a maniac. I think Andy's a serial killer. (laughs) What do you mean it's empty? It's placed somewhere, it's used, and then deleted. That's where everything lives in mine. (laughs) Yeah, you, you look at all this extra work you're creating for yourself, Ando. Go in the folder, move it out, delete. Whereas me and Tabitha was like, yeah, we know where it is. It's in the downloads folder. That's the bucket where it lives. <laughs> Did you say there was another aspect to this, Tabitha? So, yes, to make that worse, I often won't rename my new Word docs when they auto-save. So I'm currently about to start working on document 87. <laughs> <laughs> And if you say you had to had to get something, say someone was like, "Hey, we need those figures from June." Yeah. Does your brain go? I think that was about document seventy. And yeah. do you go back and, I'll and just find search keywords? <laughs> yeah. 
Awful, awful. No, not really, awful. Ando. Actually, the smartness here is utilizing the search function, and that has got a lot better. Like computers these days, the search is very good. I don't know if it's AI or machine learning or whatever it is, but Gives me utilize hearts. that. No. Use the search, do the work for you. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. one restaurant chain that has come up a little bit more than we would have ever anticipated at the start of this year on the podcast is the Pancake Parlour. Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't believe your and Jack's love for it. And I, we adore it. We, Beck and I have a planning to go back, but purely based on the double endorsement from go the back. Interview. Yeah, Get the farmer's breakfast, you won't be upset. Actually, go go to it. I don't think I've ever been. Uh, never been to the parlour. Wow. Maybe when I was five or six. Interesting. Hmm. Well, I mean, if you like parlors and you like pancakes, there's no better place to be. Okay. We, we, it's come up a few times. Just a quick refresher here for people that might not have been following it as closely as we have. Um, a, yes, Jack and I love the pancake parlor. It does seem to be predominantly a Victorian-based um, pancake franchise. Yes. I then sent Jack a, a photo going um, of Pancakes on the Rocks, which is um, in the Rocks in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly the same font as the pancake parlor. And Jack wrote back going, yeah, between, it, apart from those, those two pancake stores mm. and Western bars, saloon bars, mm. no one else is really using that font. <laughs> and it really is yeah, saloon yeah. font. Okay. We then diverge for a moment during the pancake parlor, pancakes on the rocks question to address the fact that you could get the make-at-home pancake parlor mix. Yeah. And Jack's mum probably didn't grease the pan. No, she says they're very sticky. The mixture is very sticky Too and sticky. hard to flip. She, I, yes. think after, I think after the investigation, most people present would have agreed Agreed. that it did seem that during the retelling of the story Jewel Post realised that she might have had a knob of butter. I think you're putting words in her mouth. (laughs) She might have had a knob of butter on the knife that didn't make it all the way to the pan. Yeah, or thought thought it was butter, but it was another substance. Yes. Yep. So unlucky for Jill, um, many instances of people having no issues with the stickiness yes. of the pancake parlor mix mm. post that. Anyway, I thought that was dead and bad. I thought we sort of covered everything there was to do in the pancake parlor. The question remained, isn't this interesting? There's a pancakes on the rocks, same font, mm. pancake parlor. Someone's contacted the show, Ando. It's taken a little while. They might be behind in the podcast. Sometimes this happens. You know when the name Shane Squirrelson comes up, the yeah. fact that they're probably not giving they're not giving their full name means that they've got intel. They don't want it to be traced back to them. Great, great guys. Recently, listening to the episode where you mentioned Pancake Parlor versus Pancakes on the Rocks, be prepared to to hear the biggest pancake scandal in the country. This could be developed into a mini series. <laughs> wow! Entitled Pancake Wars. That's you, Jack. Cheapers. Yeah. Now, I don't think we're going to do a mini-series. Okay. But it's definitely... Do a micro-series right now. Yeah, let's do a micro-series. This is definitely... This could be... If you were... If you, let me put it this way. If you ran a podcast network mm. and you'd had a good first year with lots of shows yep. and then you were struggling for... The, you know, here you get yep. to that second year of running a podcast network going... God, wouldn't it be great if we could find just a murder or something, yep. even just a missing car that we yeah. could spin into something? You'd go for this. We are not struggling. No, we're fine. Thankfully, so we can do it as a micro-series. But if times were dry, this would be a six-parter. Okay. So Shane Scrilson says, My current boss, who was originally from Adelaide, previously worked at the Pancake Parlour in Victoria. 
before relocating to Sydney and knows the origins of both these chains. Wow. Pancake Wars. I thought, I, thought, I thought that was what we wanted. That's not the end of F1. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of. This is before we go to the sponsors. This is before we talk about athletic greens. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just didn't know what level you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. This is. I'll let you know when the cliffhanger hits. Um. So the Pancake Wars begins in Adelaide. I was listening. I don't know if you were. I think you were listening to the rise and fall of my voice and the pauses, but I don't know if you were processing the words. Sorry. Yeah. That's the premise. Yeah. (laughs) The Pancake Wars, they begin in Adelaide. It was named the Pancake Kitchen in Adelaide. Oh, hang on. So... There's so the Pancake Parlour mm-hmm. and Pancakes on the Rocks originally began by the same people. And they were from Adelaide. This is where it starts getting interesting. They started the Pancake Kitchen. It was opened by two married couples. Oh, okay. This is, this is the bit that Shane Squirrelson alleges. So I can't vouch. I haven't been able to find anything online that actually backs up this version of events, mm-hmm. although it's juicy hearsay by right. Shane Squirrelson, not the views held by the Hamish Shandy Show. Yep. In an Abba-style rift, allegedly the couples perhaps engaged in romantic liaisons with the opposite member of each couple. Really? Keys in the pancake bowl. That led to a wife-swapping breakup of the business. Mm -hmm. One moved to Victoria. One couple moved to Victoria. They started the pancake parlour. The other moved to Sydney and started Pancakes on the Rocks. And thus the Pancake Wars begins. To check this out. I did something I might never have done on the show. Research? A research. <laughs> you go to the Pancake Parlour website. Wow. And they have, and they have a... <laughs> right? And that, so that's me. I'm typing in the whole thing myself. Right? Yeah. Aching fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweat yeah. pouring off me. I push on. <laughs> then when I get to the website, yeah. it's not just they don't know what you're there for. Yeah. So they present you on the website like a lot of websites with a lot of options. And you have to keep going. Yep. You have to keep digging, we yes. call it in the business. <laughs> it's not just on the home page. No, not on the home page. They can't guess what you're there for. Yeah. The Pancake Parlour has a history section, which I think is a bit suspicious, isn't it? Learn yeah. about our history. I guess it's not that suspicious, no. but it seems like they were very keen to get their version of events out. Okay. It goes back all the way to the 50s going, oh, we drove across America. We love the pancakes. Um, we had a dream. It says, in the 60s, we had a dream of opening a pancake store in Melbourne. But we started out in Adelaide. That checks out. Dreams have to start small. Yeah. So we started in Adelaide. Then it goes in 1969, financial circumstances meant we had to start in Adelaide. Yeah. But then we we finally decided, we finally returned the way we wanted to do it and opened up in Market Lane in Melbourne. And the Pancake Parlour became, you know, was formally known because the Pancake Kitchen was already taken in Melbourne. Right. Okay. So they're trying to say here, our dream was to start a pancake store in Melbourne. So we started the Pancake Kitchen in Adelaide. Yeah. Then later we moved, we changed the business name and moved it to Melbourne. That was the real dream. Yes. That's all that gets mentioned. There's obviously no stories about personal lives no, there. Just, no. just this sort of tried, they sell it in as a bit of a, yeah. finally the dream was realised. Then it takes you through a bit, of the, a bit of the history, all the different store openings up to present day. Every kind of five or ten years it gives you a bit of an update on like, you know, then this store opened. Then we invented, they had... What they actually had was they had a pancake cart that went around. I found this interesting because they could take it to parties and stuff. It was a little cart long before food vans where they took the pancake parlor mix to parties and I'd make pancakes for people. Mm -hmm. Now, my question to you, Jack, and your mum in particular (laughs) is, 
If they're able to do this mobile... Wow, it doesn't sound like that idea lasted very long. Because <laughs> they're, they're obviously not still doing that. So yeah. were they having trouble at parties yeah, was it sticky? where people were like, oh, my pancakes is all ripped up because it was too sticky? Yeah. Due to the incredible slipperiness of the mix... <laughs> <laughs> we found, oh, here it is. Yeah, we found too many pancakes flying off and landing on the grass. So we had to then move to the kitchen where we have our abandoned pancake nets around the stove because we find this. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yes, good question, but it does get addressed yeah. on the website. Anyway, I Bad looked at that and I go, For a second I go, there, I was back on Jack's mum's side, but <laughs> I'm glad that's been addressed. So then I go over to Pancakes on the Rocks. I wonder if they've got a history. Oh, great. You didn't I wonder stop. If, I, I wonder if that didn't stop. <laughs> I couldn't stop. You couldn't. Wow. Pancakes on the Rocks, about us. Pancakes on the Rocks began as a dream in, 19, in the 1950s when we travelled across America and dreamed oh. about opening a pancake store. <laughs> oh. Shared history. Wow. Shared history. That, that's a real wow. Um, we wanted to bring that love of pancakes to Australia. Um, Peg, they opened, now they're sort of speaking third person, they opened their first restaurant in Adelaide in 1965 and then opened around Victoria. The original founders separated, so they do address it, yep. with one moving to Sydney and opening Pancakes on the Rocks. They don't say what the other one did. Wow. As, the, as a company, we continued to pursue our vision of creating casual dining family restaurants that featured pancakes and had something for everyone on the menu. This is where it gets interesting. So you, they do acknowledge the split. Yes. They don't say what the other person did, but they acknowledged there was a split and that's how Pancakes on the Rocks ended up in Sydney. In 1994, this is my, this mm. is where it becomes the Pancake Wars, Ando. Now, you did commerce at uni. Mm. You understand the importance of having a cutting-edge business. Mm. You know, your brother-in-law runs the roof rack shop. Mm. You understand business. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you did work experience at the guitar shop. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of that time was spent with you out the back. Folding boxes. Folding boxes. <laughs> But you would have talked to the guys in the guitar shop. And, and that was a business. And that was a business. That was a business. <laughs> you would have got some understanding of that business. Yeah. In 1994, Pancakes on the Rocks. So this is some, you know, yeah. things have been going along here for 20 years. They've By this stage, Pancakes on the Rocks would have seen the pancake parlor booming in Melbourne. Absolutely. Booming. Because the 80s, the 80s and 90s were the heyday for Pancake Parlor. They, we decided at Pancakes on the Rocks to embark on the, a rebirth by adding pizzas, a new range of salads, crepes, which are a thinner pancake, yeah, um, and our now famous beef and pork ribs. So oh. Pancakes on the Rocks really threw a haymaker by adding a ton of non-pancake food. Is that smart? That would they would that was a huge gamble for pancakes on the rocks. I don't think that's this smart. would be two episodes if we're doing a full season. Because <laughs> to me, it doesn't. It, to me, my feeling. What am I here for? What, yeah, am, I, what am I here for? If if someone if you're hiring someone for a job yeah. and you go, well, you need you to mow the lawns, and he goes, yeah, but I can get you. I can pour water if you need water. If you if you I can yeah. clean other things. You're like, oh, oh god, he's not a good mower. Yeah. If yeah, someone yeah, says, yeah. he's lost confidence. He's <laughs> yeah. So if he said, yeah. why 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 aren't you confident enough with the pancakes? Yeah. Exactly. I want to offer everything. But you started a pancake store. Mm. You can't run Doors Plus, mm. which specializes just in front doors, and yeah. go, but our real business yeah. is letterboxes. No. Okay. Well, that's not a door. That's usually a hatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that was the gamble. And you look back at the pancake parlor history and you go, okay, so what was happening around 1994 for the pancake parlor? Nothing. It's, it's one of the deadest zones they were happy doing what they did. They doubled down. Okay. And I think, in fact, that period between 1989 and 
2004, they mention nothing on the Pancake Parlor website. Because it is boring. I think deliberately they mention nothing yeah. to show pancakes on the rocks that they didn't need to do anything. anything. They didn't need they to adjust their menu. They were happy with pancakes. Then the rest of their timeline is simply bragging about more stores opening. Wonderful. Great, I think Great season. Um, really good season at this stage. <laughs> and what, what's so confusing is I'm looking at Pancake Kitchen in Adelaide still exists and has the saloon font as well. So there's now three separately named well, well, Pancake. Two. <laughs> hey, it seems like everything needs to have its own logon account and password now. Like it doesn't matter yeah, what the yeah. business is whether it's going to be specific to log on. They want your data. They're, they're hungry for it. I literally, uh, literally ran into it today with Grilled. Yeah. Just had to start an account. I was like, guys, just name, credit card, phone I, order. Z- Zambrero, is that the, the Mexican yep. place? Yep. I rang them, said, I'm going to be there in 15 minutes. Yep. Can I do this? Case? And you have to order dur- through the app. Yeah. I said, I prefer not mm. to. I'm on the phone to you right mm. now. I just want an open pre I have to. Tried to set up through the app. My password just wasn't strong enough. Like whatever I put in, I was like, what level of protection do you need for my burrito? I don't care if people know that I have guacamole on the side. It it just didn't require it at all. But um, here's my point though. Why are you getting guacamole on the side? Oh, because Beck just loves it for some extra chips and so on. Okay. Mm. You won't put it in the burrito? I know one in there as well, but extra guac on the side. (laughs) That's that's what I was wondering. You didn't say extra. (laughs) Whether it be your, your bank... Yeah, Spotify. Bank, bank, I guess. <laughs> bank should be strong. <laughs> Listen, no, guys. No, I'm changing What I got in there, if someone else wants it, they want it. Look, if I just need 50, I just want to get a 50 bucks out. <laughs> no, my point is often I'd be lost with any of these accounts if it didn't have the little blue underlined thing at the bottom that said, forgotten password? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And that's why the only password I care about is your email. Because yeah. if that gets done, you're in big, big trouble. But anyway. the rest, yeah, you can just go through. You can go through the dance. I've forgotten uh, it. If they took away the forgotten password, little bit, yeah. the world would be mayhem. Anyway, <laughs> I, I've often wondered. I've often wondered, would it be so bad? Because I've got a variation of similar passwords that you use for various things. Mm. Like again, if it's low security, I just it's just like yeah. a rubbish password. But the higher security, then you get stronger passwords. But if it's one that. If it's one that's like you have to spell out and it's a site you haven't visited for ages, like, you know, you're buying like, I don't know, clothes from an online, something that you haven't mm. gone to for two years. Would it be the, I look, I know it's not the greatest security, but would it be the worst if they went, oh, you're close. If you put in your password <laughs> and if like, if, you know, if my password was like, you know, pants 55 yep. and I put in the you know, lowercase pants 100, they go, okay, look, you're on the right track. <laughs> This is what else do you like to try? What other numbers do you like to try? Because I think if you have a go at those, you'll get close. This is my point. I think there should be a tick box that says when you're starting the account saying, I'd happily let you say a hot, warm, or cold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're allowed to give me hot, warm, or cold. Hot, warm, happy for you to do it. Hot, warm, or cold. That's it. And I opt into that so I know that if a hacker goes to my, gets my username, they can also enjoy the hot, warm, or cold cold game. But But it's only get three goes at it. So it's like, you can't, I mean, if they're freezing cold three times, they're not going to get there anyway. But well, that's the thing. You're basically saying to someone, it's like putting a a lock on your house Mm. and going, give me one that if you, that, that's pickable. Give me a pickable <laughs> lock. 
because if someone just strolls up and tries the door, they're not getting it. in. But yeah. if someone wants to put a bit of time in and jiggle it and mm. pick it a bit, yeah, they can get in because that's how I'm going to get in if I forget the key. <laughs> My other point that I want them to have a little think about is when you reset your password, which happens to me all the time because I forget it, yep. I put a new one in and it goes, you can't use your previous <laughs> password. Yep. Why? Yep. Why? Why can't I use my previous <laughs> password? That just shocks me. It's like you have to go completely different. It's like, why? It's, I think now it's less secure. They're because challenging I, you. <laughs> they're, like, they're trying to make you a better person. <laughs> but it's less secure. That, that password that I was putting down was just in my brain and that line of thinking. I guess and now I have going, to think of someone, something yeah, completely different. Write it on a That's post-it right. note yeah. or something. Oh, you know, put it in a put fifteen words in a pamphlet. You can't find it. <laughs> <every good job. laughs> I, I again bring a bit of humanness into it yeah. and go go instead of going the password's too weak. Just go. You can do better than that. Because you go, hey, you've you're starting. You're trying to invent a password for grilled, and you've gone chips, chips, yum yum. As <laughs> <laughs> you go, you can do better than that. Pop a number in. Like make you it a should, bit. You make should it be a bit there harder. though with grilled. Be allowed to go. Who cares? Yep. I also question, here's the other one question, when they go, oh, it's got to have a number. Yeah. Uh, uh, letters are fine. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, there's 26 options. Yes. The probability of guessing a number is way easier. Yeah. There's only 10. There's zero to nine. Yeah, so Shouldn't mm. numbers be banned? They're very guessable. A lot to think about. <laughs> if only there was a branch of science. There isn't. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 